Hey, Animatics, happy Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for this year? I'm thankful for our great community of fans that listen to the podcast, each and every one of you listening, everybody on the Discord, etc. Thank you so much for being great fans of our show for such a long time. And this year, don't forget, Black Friday is coming right around the corner. If you go to supportthedaddicts.com, it'll take you to our latest episode listing. You scroll down a tiny bit, click that Amazon link. Anything you buy on Amazon after clicking that link gives the, the podcast a royalty. Everyone's always shopping online around this time of year. So go to supportthedaddicts.com before you buy anything on Amazon, and you'll be able to support the podcast without even having to subscribe to the podcast. So that's a great way to help out the show. That's supportthedaddicts.com. Scroll down and click the link. Again, supportthedaddicts.com. Happy Thanksgiving and enjoy a very Thanksgiving podcast episode. Uh, to me, mac and cheese is... The sexiest. It's sexy. It's decadent. Table. It's provocative. Everyone fucking loves mac and cheese. And ecchi is like, for a lot of people, it just makes things like sexier. I don't know. It's like you can be watching some anime that doesn't need to have ecchi in it. And then there's a, an anime chick with a low cut shirt on. Oh, it just makes everything better. Trust me. Dress Up Darling is not the popular anime it was without all that fucking fan service in it. Dress Up Darling is mac and cheese. It is. Mitsuki and, gets turned on by and mac people, and cheese confirmed. People would love to see um, Marin covered in mac and cheese. Get ready! You're about to listen to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 653 of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, the only podcast out there I've been told that makes your anime addiction worse. My name is Mason, and I am your eloquent host today. With me are my two very good friends, the impossibly sweet in tooth and demeanor, Caroline. How's it going? Ah, thank you. Um, Yes, I'm doing pretty good. Just came back from a Friendsgiving. And I am feeling in the spirit. I am ready for the real deal with my big old jar of jelly beans. Let's see how many we get through today. Oh, boy. Very nice. You're not feeling tired or sleepy after inhaling all of that uh, cuisine? Um, no, I'm, not, I'm feeling pretty good. I try my best to, like, control myself, but that was really difficult when the appetizers were just immense in number and could have been a meal on their own because they were just so darn good. I was popping the jalapeno poppers, I'll oh, tell ooh. you that. And Exotic. also the charcuterie board was beautiful. Charcuterie, whoa. So, so fancy. Speaking That's of spicy and popping off, we have the outrageously grumpy and irascible Mitsugi <laughs> coming in after a scathingly hot hobby addicts, which uh, we just got yeah, done recording, was, talking uh, about wow. Anime NYC, but... How are you doing, Mitz? I just talked shit the whole hobby addicts, honestly. That's that's pretty much what happened. I'm doing okay. I've got a coffee here. Um, I have a hat that I need to put on. I actually got this as a gift from a coworker of mine this week, and I told him I would wear it on the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and put this hat on. So he yes, is I'm bald. taking I'm off it. All Oh, my his... God, he's bald. I can't believe it. 
I'll give uh, people a hint of what this hat says. Show me that butthole. Oh. Wow. <laughs> you go. Show me that it butthole. Is what the hat says. a trucker where are, hat. Where are you going to wear that? I'm going to wear it on the road. 10-4, good buddy. GDO, great driver in Izuka now. Gave up on the teacher thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it yeah. is a trucker hat with the sticker still on the brim that, as hinted, says, <laughs> yeah. show me that butthole. Show me that butthole. Yeah. Show me that huh, Well. It's a funny story. I actually, I actually left this hat in a bathroom at my company trying to exit it out of the building at about 5.30 on Wednesday and <laughs> realized at about 7.30 that I didn't have the hat. And I was like, oh, God, where's the hat? So I go back to my office and I'm in like my pajama pants and like a Coca-Cola t-shirt. And I come and I come chest to chest around a corner with the COO of the company. And he's like, what are you doing? And I, and I was like, oh, you know, just walking around in my pajama pants trying to find a hat. <laughs> the, the, the vice president of finance found the hat and put it in his office. And I was told that it, uh, they found it very amusing. So, But hey, I'm glad to be here. We're going to fuck shit up today. And um, damn, <laughs> let's fucking do it. This is already a shit show. <laughs> Are you are you feeling a little bit better after inhaling your beef stew or soup or whatever you had? Honestly, I feel better just seeing your your bright smile, Caroline. Now that we're all on camera, really, that's thank you. That, yeah, even after you just shit on my favorite show in and, the Bobby um, attic, and uh, and 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 Mason's just just beautiful deltoids and chest, and I'm sure the decolletage would be off the hook if he wasn't wearing that shirt. If you guys go to support, if you guys go to www aaapodcast.com slash join and give enough money. Mason will take it off, baby. Yeah, he will take it off. The decolletage will be out for all to see. I'm going to stop now. Mason, back to When you. are we going to set up the podcast OnlyFans? Between your thighs <laughs> in that Sailor Scout uniform and my deltoids, yeah. we might have something going. Yeah. We'll Frank all I can think of right now hand. is people finding this hat, a strewn, laying about at your company workplace, and they're like, man, if only there was some hair on it that we could have evidence but there's no hair in sight and they can't trace it to you it's the perfect crime uh that said if you're not tuned off by now uh we do talk about anime and we are going to do that on this podcast but first we need to announce some results from a couple weeks back where we uh proclaimed our presidential intentions of running and we had you the listeners vote for which one of us you would select so the results I of that are in. I am not expecting to be voted in. Maybe as vice president, but... So, with the second place number of vice president votes and the second most president votes... Oh my god. A.K.A. the winner of absolutely nothing mm -hmm. is me. Yeah, all right. You're vice president? I, no, I got, I'm nothing. Oh. I came second place in both, which means oh, I win nothing. Oh, now I get it. I, I got confused there. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to be like the governmental janitor or something. So you know what? I, I, you know what? I, think, I think me and Mitsuki are like the two top Democrats or like the Democrats and the Republicans. We're not literally, but you know, the two top parties. You are an independent runner. You you got some great ideas, but you don't have the backing. I yeah, it was mm. so I, I had put up a good effort, but I was I was too neutral. I think I didn't have a strong enough stance to uh to sway the voters. So, you know what? You are a winner though. You are a winner in that <laughs> you do not have to be embroiled in the corrupt and awful world of politics. Anime politics. 
All right. I, I know I won because Raggedy Doctor went around and got half his hospital to vote for me. So Yeah, I feel so like that's not fair. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't do anything about it, Caroline. <laughs> I don't care I enough. Will, I can announce that out of all of the fraudulent votes, mm-hmm. 100% of them went towards Mitts. I'm sure that they did. about 25 votes we had to throw out because they Is voted that it? Mitts. For, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too many. Out of like about 300 results, only 25 isn't terrible. But with the, let's see. With the third most amount of presidential votes, but the most amount of vice president votes, your vice president is Caroline. Wow, I was right on the nose. Nobody wanted me as president, but I think <laughs> they just want me as a backup. You're here basically to say, Mitz, shh, shut the fuck up. That S- is stick to the teleprompter, yeah, Mitz. That's yeah. just how it is. Stick to the tele. He's <laughs> gotta oh keep my God. in line. He's off teleprompter again. He, he's gone rogue. Let's see. Okay, so go I'm ahead, announce it. Go ahead. The numbers. And with the smallest amount of votes possible, with only 6% voting him in for vice president, but an overwhelmingly almost 70% right. votes for president, your new god king dictator of anime. This is so wrong. <laughs> is Mitsugi. Why, why is it wrong? Because you're pope and president, apparently. Yeah, well, I mean, that's pretty much how... Oh, oh, wait, the children. They love it. I am omnipotent. I am both the Pope. I am both the Pope and the President. I'm here to conquer you and your life. Holy shit. Mitsuki got 73.6% of the President votes. Bring the thunder, baby. You promise a cat girl harem. Cat girl harem. There has to be fraudulent votes in there. People want to fuck cat girls. It's true. We're all, we've all been twisted and perverted. Listen, after two, three, four, five, ten years of watching anime, you are not the same person. You have seen so many erotic cat girls, elf girls, animal girl tits, cow girls, fucking uh, just every every bee star, bunny girls, whatever. You are warped inside your head. You don't even, you may not know it yet. Someday you will. You'll be like, my God, I want to fuck cats. But let and me that's say the bottom this. line. I feel like the president needs to be the representative of the people, and nobody is as uh, jaded and crotchety of an anime fan than Mitsugi. There's hardly anyone left. They've all left oh the fandom. Boy. So how is it that he's the representative when I feel like he is just uh, from a bygone era? I don't know, but I Whereas feel like... Whereas I, who have seen barely any anime compared to the other two... She's challenging the I results like of the election, Mason. She is. I, 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 I want to challenge them too, but these numbers don't lie, and these numbers are with all the fraudulent votes thrown out. So, this is this is true. Cat girl and ass. Some sometimes the people are just wrong, but hey, is what it is. If you want to get in on all these fun events, make sure you join the Discord. We are actually running a secret Santa that Caroline is putting together. Yes. The deadline for those entries is December 11th. So if you want to participate get in the discord so much stuff is happening do it there uh as for the show itself because we actually got to do one of those oh, but today maybe we should say what the secret santa is actually because that doesn't yeah, really yeah. make sense to be sure go for it okay so, so secret santa you are if when you enter you are basically going to give a anime recommendation to somebody as a secret santa so that's the gift is an anime recommendation we will send out your anime lists and your preferences and whatever and uh we will arrange it all so yeah it's on discord that's all 
Thank you. Thank you. So in this episode today, our main topic is a return to anime and food pairings because uh, the last one was a bunch of fun. We have anime Thanksgiving dishes. Uh, I'll be doing <laughs> a movie review of The Dare King and Unexplored Pictures. And then we'll be doing a group review of the mm, very interesting Birdie Wing show. So with this long intro out of the way. With Mako coming by to say hi to the Twitch chat. Oh, oh look hello. at him. Hello. And behind the scenes. This is why you got to watch live on Twitch where we stream live. I love how he has a lazy eye. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. He's most beautiful and yet just like, ter- like just Derpy. pure chaos incarnate, this fucking cat. You want, big, <laughs> you want big news, Mason? I would love it. It's time for big news of the week. All right. Well, <clears throat> let me get started as the shit as the shit talking train just rolls right on, complete with an obscene trucker hat. As One Piece Red film is utterly smothered by Dragon Ball superhero in the North American market. Um, <laughs> what is this? Oh, Mason posting the results. Yeah. So um, One Piece has posted a total of $9.3 million of, uh, of sales in theaters in both the United States and Mexico. Box Office Mojo never seems to report Canada. I don't know. Canada must not have movie theaters or, I don't know, enough <laughs> of them or they don't report. I don't know, but they never have the result. One Maybe piece, they're part of the French postings. <laughs> One Piece Red did around $9 million the first week. The first week, which, I mean, it's not terrible. It's an, it's an anime movie. But Dragon Ball Super did $25 million in the same market. So, again, just talking some shit. What's your, what's your point? What's your point, though? My point is, is the same point it was from the very beginning, is that outside of Japan, Dragon Ball dominates One Piece in every single market. But internationally, worldwide, One Piece is still no. way ahead of the game. No, it's not. It, One yes, Piece, it is. I, I'm saying outside of Japan, One Piece is is far behind Dragon Ball as far as influence, yeah. notoriety, popularity. So comparing Japan openings, it's $5 million <laughs> in Japan for Dragon Ball Super and $17 million for One Piece Film Red. So you're saying it's much bigger in Japan. Much I get bigger. that. Yeah. By about by 10 million. I think but it's One actually Piece, more than that if you if you look if you look at the entire run, One Piece is actually way further ahead than 10 million in Japan, but yes. Sure. Yep. But the difference worldwide yep. between Dragon Ball and One Piece is like 80 million. So even counting for the 10 million of Japan, you still have 70 million worldwide that is covering that slack. I can't speak to, uh, you know, how much of the world, like pretty much One Piece did like 80% of, of that movie's revenue in Japan. So it's just not a very diversified like fan base. I feel like, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I feel like it's, it should be common knowledge at this point that it, One Piece is the biggest thing in Japan and outside of Japan, people don't care very much. So that, I'm just sticking my, sticking some extra proof in here to s- supplement the point. One Piece has more manga sales than Dragon Ball does, et cetera, et cetera. But outside of Japan, Dragon Ball is bigger and more and more influential than One Piece. Anyway, but you're really just trying. Like, I feel like you're you're trying to attack the One Piece fans here. No, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> he just, is. I'm just, I'm just talking. I'm just starting some shit. Uh, okay. You know, you from are, a prior yeah, argument because guess because shit. because I have a platform and the people on Discord do not. So neener neener. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it's true. Um, 
if you if you take away if if you one piece is bigger in Japan, but it's not as big in the rest of the world. But the most important thing is that while Dragon Ball Superhero did twenty five million, the Sonic movie did eighty fucking million. Yeah, that's right. Sonic was the fastest to crushing the record. 80 million for Sonic, uh, for, for the second Sonic movie. Uh, there you go. And that's all I have. Uh, I just wanted to talk some shit. We're going to talk shit this whole podcast. I'm going to talk shit on Thanksgiving later. Uh, even later than that, I'm going to talk shit on Birdie Wing. We're just going to keep going. It's a shit train all the way. Show me your butthole. Caroline, back to you. <laughs> I like how you, his you cut just, matches his hat. A, a big ball of chaos. You're even more chaotic than your cat. That's Anywho, true. Uh, Let's And I'm not uh, wearing pants either. Something. How's that for chaos? <sighs> okay. Uh, well, I, I didn't really know what to talk about this week, um, but I did hear that The Seven Deadly Sins uh, is having an anime film. Uh, it's going to be out on December 20th on Netflix. It's called The Grudge of Edinburgh uh, in, in American terms. I guess the English will go Edinburgh or something like that. Anyway, um, so Netflix put out a trailer for this first part movie. I guess it's a two-parter. Um, and it features a new original story written by the manga's author. Um, and again, it's coming out December 20th. Now, I did watch the trailer. And um, does it have the notoriously janky animation of the previous seasons that we all know and love? No. No. But now it's 3D. <laughs> It's 3D animation, Ew. and it's not the worst that I've seen, but it's still not good. You know, it, it, especially when you're when you have an established style for an anime, and then you go complete, you just change it completely after all the issues that they've had already. It's just not a good look. It's just not. Do you know what studio is doing it? I do not know. And mm. I suppose I'll look that up. <laughs> yeah, just curious, because some studios, if you're like, hey, they're doing 3D, I'd be like, neat, they're established. And some studios, I'm like, eh, My computer okay. is very slow <laughs> at the moment, so. No worries, no worries. <clears throat> well, wow, Caroline's uh, looking that up. Would you like to give your big news of the week, Mason? Sure. Uh, two very small things. One we've kind of known for a little bit coming, but... It's, it's confirmed. Uh, Hokkaido Shimbun newspaper reported that the mangaka of Golden Kamui, Satoru Noda, will relaunch his ice hockey sports manga next spring. So maybe mm. there's a chance that one day this might get adapted and mm. we'll have the long-awaited hockey anime Is that it isn't... Uh, mildly. I mean... It was... It was his debut manga. It's the classic figure skater that gets roped into being an ice hockey player, but it's pretty authentic. I've read like a volume of it and just the era of hockey that it portrays from the, the pads they wear and the style of play is what I grew up with with that hockey. So it's very nostalgic and I could talk for hours about, oh, these lacing on the straps of the goalie equipment. It's all pretty realistic. So I'm excited. It's got it's got potential and. Boy, do I hope it gets adapted. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, I don't know. I know the I know the rules of hockey. I've I've watched plenty of hockey, but I'm not like I'm not super well versed in hockey. Um, mm-hmm. Is it realistic? I, I know it's like okay, a figure skater, hockey players, they're they're all phenomenal ice skaters, right? Um, yes. But 
There's a lot more to hockey. There's a lot more to hockey than just ice skating. You gotta, you gotta have. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say rink, or rink awareness, uh, puck handling skills. You gotta be able to hit, like hit. It's a contact sport. You gotta be able to pass. You gotta be able to receive. You gotta be able to shoot. Can a can a figure skater really just willy nilly transition into being a pro hockey player without years and years and years of adaptation? Is that, is that I, so, just, I know it's anime, so it's not really going to be realistic. But what do you think? From a stick handling and passing and shooting and the hands that it takes, the silky mitts that you need as a hockey player, yeah, uh, that is not a skill that would carry over and would require some training, no doubt. That said, the strength of skating of figure skaters is absurd. The rink awareness because of all the backward skatings and just the they skate on the same sheet of ice. So they are well accustomed to how much room they have, where they need to be, and just the body control that you would need for checking and more aggressive play. Like that does come into play from the core strength and leg power from figure skating, especially if they skate doubles or something, they just have that power. So it is entirely realistic that there is enough of a carryover that just on your skating alone, you could be decent enough to get a foot in the door or skate on the ice at least. And there's already a Disney decom movie about it. It's called Go Figure, about a girl who's a nice (laughs) figure skater that joins a hockey team. Um, It's very good. One of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there you go. There you go. And with the uh, Yuri on Ice craze from 2016, hopefully this gets a, a second look. So does, there's that. Is this manga featuring a female or male cast? It is a male cast. It shouldn't matter, but for some reason it seems to when it, when it comes to anime. So, okay. Yep. Oh, and I found out who's uh, animating the new uh, Seven Deadly Sins movie. And it's Marby Jack that animated... Uh, Spice and Wolf 2, apparently, and Alfred Imageworks that have done nothing else. Well, that's promising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my second piece of big news is at Anime NYC, G-Kids announced that it has licensed the fantastic film Giovanni's Island. I covered this in a previous Unexplored Pictures on episode 558, and I was like, hey, this movie is really darn good, but there's really no legal way to get it or find it. Uh, but now that will change. And G-Kid says it will release the film this year. So if you remember that little mini review and you're like, man, that sounds interesting. I wish I could watch it. You might have a chance. So check out Giovanni's Island when it comes out. And that's all I've got. My cat is trying to eat my microphone. Boom. Yep. He wants it. Yep. yep Amazing. It, yeah. If you're not on the Twitch, you're missing out. Yeah. But our main topic, because we had such uh, good engagement on our Halloween candy to anime comparison episode. We are going to do a Thanksgiving <laughs> one. And we've already done the Thanksgiving about family topic. And I'm feeling hungry. Mitz is feeling hungry. I'm sure Caroline could go for a snack. So this is a Thanksgiving edition. And instead of comparing these dishes to shows, we are going to be comparing them to genres because everyone's version of these dishes are a little different. And I get that this is very like a Western focused episode topic. Not every place celebrates Thanksgiving, but I want to start off asking you guys, what are your general thoughts on the Thanksgiving meal? The spirit of Thanksgiving of like being with your family. It's, it's good. The food itself at Thanksgiving is not good. Um, I don't know. Is it just because you have bad cooks in your family? We don't have bad cooks. Um, 
In fact, we're very we're very much an Italian family, so there's all sometimes there's, there's like an Italian dish or two in there as well, which is always no one's ever going to complain about meatballs and stuff like that. Um, but personally, I just don't think the Thanksgiving food is very uh, like. For example, turkey is like a D tier meat. Like people don't eat turkey generally uh, unless it's Thanksgiving because it's just. I love a turkey sandwich. <sighs> Well, we'll get to the, yeah. the the dishes later. But the spirit of Thanksgiving is great. Gotcha. What's your opinion on Thanksgiving, both the spirit and the uh, the meal itself? Um, love Thanksgiving. One of my favorite holidays, of course. Um, though actually, my family uh, has more of a get to like we do get together on Thanksgiving, but more of the family gets together on Black Friday. Actually, not for shopping, but we do like we like play soccer and we eat pizza and we watch some like family videos and that kind of stuff so that is actually the day after thanksgiving actually trumps the real thanksgiving but they're still both good oh and if you Uh, subscribe to our hobby x you usually get to hear the annual tales that (laughs) caroline tells of her soccer exploits and the intense rivalries next weekend so stay tuned for that and um yeah, and, and like in the food itself, I agree that turkey is bland, uh, but it's more of a boat for the gravy that you put in your mouth. <laughs> well, we will get to it. We will get uh, to it. Also, mashed potatoes, fave. Uh, bread, also good. That extends Save to the stuffing. Save your takes. Save your takes. She's just blowing her But you asked me to hear my thoughts on Thanksgiving just food. Just generally the meal. Creamy you like mommy? it or do you not like it? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, that, you get you get the point then. <laughs> gotcha. We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, as for me, I'm I'm torn because Thanksgiving, the meal is great. I love it. It's one of my favorites. But just like anime, I like the collection of all the food. But individually, I don't like anything all that much. So let's let's get into it. So I've arranged ten main big stunners Mm. of the typical thanksgiving dinner and we will i made a list of like uh, 14 or so genres of anime and we will say what we think each genre is for each dish and we have you can play along at voteanime.life the same site that you voted on for president you can go there and play along and vote your favorite genre for each dish and uh give us your reasons why so It'll make sense as we get going. And first off, we have to start with the big boy, Turkey. What genre mm. of anime best represents Turkey? Mitz, you want to start us off? At first, I had Shonen um, because I feel like Shonen is the staple anime. Like, I f- probably half of all anime viewership just watches Shonen stuff. Uh, all, the, all the most popular anime and all the big money makers, they're all Shonen. Um, but then I've said, no, you know what? I'll save Shonen for something else. So. <laughs> Turkey is just a shitty meat. I mean, it's 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 not good. Um, you be there's like a million meats that are better. Um, chicken is better for sure. Um, you know, beef is better. Pork is better. I'd almost rather even eat fish than turkey. So I put horror for turkey. It's just <clears throat> turkey is just any food that you have to like add gravy to to make it something you'd want to eat. It's just not good. You shouldn't have to add gravy to turkey to make turkey good. Otherwise, it would. You know, if you just eat turkey, just sliced it's just tasteless sometimes it's dry um you know i don't know it's not really my thing so i put horror because turkey's just 
to just scary, just scary stuff. Honestly. <laughs> and plus, you're yeah, gonna like I stuff had... your you're gonna stick your hands in its ass to get stuffing up there. I mean, come on now, it's like a horror show making the damn turkey. Says the guy with the hat that says, "Show me your butthole." Show me your butthole. No, really, Caroline. <laughs> okay, well, uh, following that, uh, with reasoning kind of similar to Mitsugi, yeah. I, I, well, I'm not hating on turkey. Like, I do like turkey in general, um, but yeah, it can be a little bit bland, especially if you're not seasoning it right. Um, and so, I like, tur- but turkey is still kind of good to me. But in that sense, it being just a little bit not all that special. I chose slice of life. Like you can like slice of life, but it can be a little bit slice bland sometimes, a little slow. Um, it's like a, you know, not something that you go out and you see like, oh shoot, I really want to get to the next episode of the slice of life show. You just watch it because you know it's there. So um, and also with slice of life, it can be really jazzed up by a good secondary genre. Which I'll get to later with the gravy, because you put something on top of the turkey to spice it up a bit. You can put something on top of the slice of life to make it, you know, a little a bit slice of something turkey. extra. So we'll get to that later. But yeah, slice of life, turkey. Uh, for turkey, I went with an odd choice here. I went with fantasy. <laughs> because the turkey <laughs> is just a big flavorless hunk of meat. And it really yes, is a magical fantasy experience that's something that a big stick of meat uh it's just not good like it it should be a, a stunner and yes it is a cornerstone of the meal and it is impressive visually seeing it all in its glory but no one is excited to keep on eating it no it sucks and so many of these fantasy shows come out and you get drawn in by the appeal and the magic and the world and you realize that it's kind of boring yeah like it's there's not much here beyond that first impression so fantasy it's a big it's a big genre but it's doesn't do much for me and that's the same with turkey though i do agree with caroline that the day after some turkey mayo sandwiches are pretty choice so yeah the funny thing is about good. turkey is that like if you if you tell anybody like oh turkey not good you know like Ugh, not good their response will be oh you just don't know how to cook the turkey you have to like go brine it out in your garage for four days in like a barrel or like fry it in peanut oil or some shit. And I'm like, if I have to, if I have to literally go through a Herculean effort to prepare this fucking turkey to make it good, then it's not good. If I have to spend 30 hours preparing this turkey, then it isn't good. It should be a food that is good right out of like bacon. I buy it, I put it in the oven. It comes out. It's amazing. I don't have to do shit to it. Fucking phenomenal. Turkey is like if turkey is gonna be bad either way. Why bother? Just eat it raw. That's what I do. I have to paint the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel on my back <laughs> in order to make this turkey Amazing. not taste like shit. It's not good. So that so that like reasoning people give is is dumb. Like, fine, go do all that stuff. Wonderful, but you know, whatever. You're not even now. Now your turkey tastes like peanuts or whatever the fuck. So, um, what's next, Mason? <laughs> okay, we can we can wrap up this turkey talk. Uh, don't <laughs> eat raw up. turkey. And meanwhile, we just all like just glossed over the fact that Mason said he would eat a turkey raw. So, <laughs> <laughs> said, don't do it. I said don't Ugh. do it. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. We'll start with Caroline this time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as a side to my slice of life, uh, I chose drama for mashed potatoes. Uh, because I don't know, like I, I this one I didn't really have as 
eloquent of an answer as I did for Slice of Life, because it also kind of relates to what I put in for the gravy, which I will get to next. Um, but yes, I chose drama because it's, you know, it's a cornerstone of anime. Sometimes, you know, dramas can be a, like, um, you know, not as the most interesting thing if they're not written correctly. So if the mashed potatoes are not seasoned, if they're a little lumpy, like, uh. but then <laughs> you can get some freaking amazing mashed potatoes. Uh, and then you get your good dramas. So yeah, that's what I put. <laughs> I agree with Caroline on this one. Mashed potatoes are like drama. They are basic. Almost everything at its core is a drama in some way. And it's just a building block. It doesn't do much on its own, but it is the glue that holds a bunch of shows together. And that's what the mashed potato is. It's dependable. You put it on your plate. You know what you're getting. And it kind of goes well with everything else. And it's a good safe bet. So that's what drama is. Well, for me, uh, mashed potatoes are shonen. And the reason is because it's probably the most popular item at the at the Thanksgiving dinner. Everybody wants mashed potatoes. Nobody passes on mashed potatoes when you're handing the bowl around. Um, and anything you put in mashed potatoes just makes it better. So most people like shonen, and they will like anything as long as it's shonen. So you take the shonen formula, and you add anything to it. It could be soccer, like in like as in Blue Lock. It could be uh, Dragon Ball it could be fighting. It could be One Piece, like it's pirates. It could be it's really anything you want. It will it, it will be good. You want to put hot sauce in your mashed potatoes? Great. Butter? Great. Salt? Great. You know, gravy? Bacon. It, it works. Make yourself cheese. a little volcano. Put bacon and cheese in your mashed potatoes. You like a loaded mashed potatoes? Everything in it will taste good. And that's there's there you go. Shown mm. can't argue that's with a, that. Some good reasons there. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have gravy. And I, right off the bat, I went with Thriller on this one because it's just an MVP. Gravy Mm. is really what elevates every mediocre dish on the plate to next level. And shows could always use a bit more Thriller because we don't get enough of it. And it's just always fun to have. So Thriller is just one of my favorite genres. And I put that shit on everything. (laughs) As you should. Um, Going off of that, putting that shit on everything, I chose comedy for gravy because literally in every, almost every single anime it will probably have a comedy tag even if it's not that funny so it, like you put that shit on everything you put it on the turkey you put it on the mashed potatoes so that's slice of life comedy and drama comedy right there in my case you got the rolls and the bread you dip that in um you know the stuffing maybe if you're a little weird uh you know it just goes on and on and on gravy is the comedy very nice. Um, for Very me, nice. gravy is gravy. Is, gravy is sports, and I have no reason for this other than the fact that <laughs> I like almost. I will watch almost any sports anime. Most of them are bad, but I just can't somehow pull myself away from falling into that trap. But for me, any anime if it has some sports in it, just makes it better. So like Cross Game, it was already a great drama. Now it has sports in it, and now it's now it's especially compelling. Um, you know, one, one outs, you know, it's about gambling really, but, but you make it about sports, boom, better. So, uh, for me, um, putting gravy on something makes it better usually, unless it's like shitty canned gravy or like no, someone put no effort into it. In that case, it's just crap, you know, but you, but if it's proper gravy, like someone actually made some gravy for real, 
then it'll make it better. And I think, and I feel the same way about sports. Like Chihaya Furu. Yeah. Well, if only, if only, if only Go Fish was a sport. Then we could, then we could have that. Okay. Moving Caroline on. Caroline just gingerly Caroline is like debate. Caroline's going to like start some shit. Because it was shit. a major debate this week again. And I it's the stupidest debate in the history Twitter. of the world. Yeah, no, you put a I put the no, poll on Twitter. You put a poll on Twitter with a bunch of anime it. fans that love then, like, to troll Mitsugi. People, uh decided that I think it was like what 54 oh percent of people said that it was an anime. And every single one of them was probably in the Discord. <laughs> or, in that or, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, that was stupid. Oh boy, you, be, you, be, you better uh, save us, Mason. Karuta is a sport. There we go. Karuta, Caroline, Karuta is not a sport. Tell me I'm about. Just saying, I'm just stating the facts based on our oh poll. Oh my god. It's a sport. Caroline, tell me about the rolls and the bread. You guys are really <laughs> deranged. Honestly, I don't. I, um, like, I'm not saying it's a sport definitively. I just She's gonna love keep going. stirring the pot. Listen, if, anyway. listen, if Karuta is a sport, then Uno is a sport. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the International Uno League. This <laughs> is so silly. Keep going. And that's why I really Keep want to have going. a rotating topic of make, make mitts mad. We should just we should just we should just do we should just literally do and do an episode where we just bring people on from the Discord and just argue about whether or not Karuta is a sport. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that we need an actual episode of since it's so ingrained in our conversations. <sighs> All right, okay. Mason, help the us, rolls, please. The rolls, the bread. It's shonen because. Geez Louise, everybody loves a good piece of bread. And it's in everything. We got so many breads in our Thanksgiving meal. And same with Shonen. There's just so much of it. And sometimes the bread can get a little stale. Like Shonen, it's done over and over and over again. You got some really basic Shonen out there. That's the stale bread. But sometimes when you make it right and it's warm, mm. and it's uh, flaky, and it's just, ah, uh, you know, you can always go back for a good shonen. Mm. Even if you're like, I don't really need any more mm. shonen. I don't even need any more bread. If it's a good piece of bread, if it's a good shonen, you're going to be like, okay, I'll give it a try. Mm. I see. And that's it. For my roll slash bread, I went with action slash adventure. Oh, wow. Because... I'm not saying that rolls or bread are a bad choice. I'm just saying if you're filling up on that, when you could eat all these other things, you're kind of basic. <laughs> and that's that's kind of what it is. Nothing's wrong with enjoying some bread and butter. It's tasty. It ties you over, but it fills you up. And you can eat that any other day of the year. So I kind of just, just take it easy. Watch something else. Enjoy some other food. That's all I can. Um, for me, I also picked action adventure. I don't really know why. I think I just, I like action adventure better than most genres. I just basic like that. Like I'm pretty much happy with, um, shonen sports and, and action. I could just literally just do that forever. Um, but I've started to like the trash anime more as well. We don't really have that as a category, but, um, rolls and bread are just good. Like a proper roll, you know, I've got like, I've been buying this sourdough bread, from the grocery store because we're not eating seed oils anymore and even bread has seed oils in it. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, but you can buy like a fresh loaf of like sourdough, slice it up, jelly, good to go. Put some cheese on it, stick it in the oven, good to go. Anything, anything on that bread is fucking delicious. And I love action adventure anime. And so that's why I'm going with that. 
And you need carbs for adventuring. So you there do. you go. That's true. So I think for the most part, our tastes have been aligned. We have turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, rolls, bread, all pretty. I think we're seeing eye to eye on. Here's the first one that mm. might uh, spark some divide. Mm. And I want you to begin on this one, Mitsugi. Mm. We have the cranberry sauce. Yeah. yeah, cranberry sauce is one of those items that people often don't like. And in my experience, it's one of the items on the table that usually there's a lot of left afterwards. And because of that, I picked music. I'm so fucking sick and tired of music anime, I could just hurl everywhere. And I ain't going to touch that cranberry sauce unless it's, like, immaculately, like, artisan crafted. It has to have, like, orange pieces in it or some, like, fucking chef-worthy, uh, you know, elaboration on, the, on just, like, the normal cranberry sauce. Then I might eat it. But I am completely content not eating any cranberry sauce whatsoever at Thanksgiving completely. And that is how I feel about music anime. I just am over it. Okay, that's interesting. Caroline, <laughs> is you it? have a rebuttal. Um, is it interesting? Yeah, so I just <laughs> said, F the list you gave us, and I added in a, a genre that you didn't have originally. So for the cranberry sauce, I chose cute, girl, cute girls doing cute things slash moe. Anime. Oh my God, did you, did you add sauce, that yourself? Yes, that's I fucking did. hilarious. Um, because, <laughs> because it's just so, um, you know, it's oh, sweet, God. not, and and people who do not like <sighs> moe slash cgdct, um, they are very uh, vocal about it, and so are the people who do not like cranberry sauce. Now, actually, I don't like cranberry sauce. Like, or mm-hmm. actually, I yeah. didn't. I have not really eaten much of it. You're smart. Uh, when you see most people will just get it out of the can, and I understand it's a pain to make, but like. It just does not look appetizing enough to even try. Like, what you have all this other food on your plate. Why even go for the gelatin that has, still has ridges from the can? Um, so I've never eaten it in that aspect. But yesterday, for my sister's friend's giving, uh, she made her own cranberry sauce, and I'm like, I, I she's putting all this effort into it. And you know what? She when you make when she's making it from scratch, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give this a try. Like this has this can't be too bad. Like, come on. And unfortunately. It was just so sickly sweet. It was so, so, so sweet. I'm not sure if that's uh, a representative of most cranberry sauces, but unfortunately it was for hers. Um, and for that reason also, since it was so very sweet, I chose cute girls doing cute things slash moe anime because also pretty sweet. Even though I do, I there there is a special place in my heart for cute girls doing cute things and also moe anime, but not for cranberry sauce apparently. I Cute girls doing cute things slash moe has got to be the worst anime genre that exists. It is well, such. It's <laughs> technically not a genre. You like Yuru Camp? I've never it's, seen it's a... Yuru. You we already had this conversation. Oh, it's just. Yeah, you're I mean, right. I'm so silly. I, I don't know. I mean, like to me, I'm so fucking busy that I have. I don't have a single twenty minute block ever to say what do I do with this time. I know exactly what I'm doing at that at any moment during the week, period. I can't even imagine just watching an anime where literally nothing really happens ever. It's just like, I don't have that four hours of time to just piss down the toilet. So it's like astonishing to me that this is a genre. Like people just want to watch basically nothing happen. I, it's it's technically oh, not man. a genre, but... Well, it's just wild okay, to me. Okay, well, it depends on who you ask. I, yeah, uh, 100%. I am a grumpy fuck. So honestly, I'm really, I'm really not grumpy. I'm actually the, cl- 
You are very grumpy. I'll tell you right now, in any setting ever in person, I am 100% a clown all the time. I am trying. Look at your hat. I'm attempting. That is a clown I'm attempting hat. comedy every single statement I make ever. But I'm also very grumpy about many things. Mason, what's next? Azalet says that Moe and Cute Girls Doing Cute Things is not a genre. Show me your it's butthole. Mood, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for cranberry sauce for me, I Wait, oh, yeah. love interesting and unique flavors. Mm-hmm. And I love the look. The splash of color it adds on the plate. It's like a little splotch of crimson <laughs> on a palette. Like it's so interesting to put on there. But just like the horror genre... <laughs> I don't enjoy the flavors here. Every time I get it, I'm disappointed. I'm like, why? No, no. Put it in the trash. I don't want this it. This isn't right. It's not right. So cranberry it's sauce. It's too over the top. It's just, it's not for me. It's for some people. I get that it's a garnishment, but horror and anime is never, never good, especially by itself. So get that out of here. Mason, you're so th- you're so thoughtful. I appreciate that a lot. You're like, it adds a splash of color. You know, it's like. It I, does. I, I'm literally just like, I don't like it. And I mean, everything so on thoughtful. your plate otherwise is like brown and beige it's and true. yellow and just nothing. And cranberry sauce just livens it up. Yeah. And then it just makes a stain and you have to live with the regret because <laughs> you can see your crime. You just see every time you're like, yeah, that's where I made a mistake and got cranberry sauce before I scraped it into the garbage. Uh, next up, we have the stuffing. Mm-hmm. Caroline. What do you think about this I one? I chose uh, Action Adventure. This also kind of relates to my previous choice as it was uh, shonen for bread and rolls. I chose Action, action Adventure for stuffing because, you know, they're both technically bread. Um, because shonen and Action Adventure are very closely related. Uh, so that's my main reasoning for that. Okay, I like it. I like it. For me, I chose sci-fi. I don't love sci-fi normally but because you really only get it at this one meal with Mm -hmm. stuffing i i find myself every time i go back up i'm like ah the stuffing was okay but i'm not gonna get it again so i guess i'll get it again and you just get it over and over and that's kind of how sci-fi is i don't search it out but every once in a while i'm like you know what let's let's go for it let's see what it has to offer so that's my pick mitsugi um, to me, stuffing is like one of the staples of the table. Um, the, the three staple foods for Thanksgiving dinner, in my opinion, are turkey, mashed potatoes, and stuffing. Um, there are probably people that just don't have anything but that. That's like what they do. Um, so I pick drama. I feel like drama is pretty much the staple genre in anime. Um, so it, it crosses over with so many other genres, but drama is just like an essential, um, just, you know, type of anime that people watch really in anything like movie could be doesn't need to be anime like books movies whatever drama is always going to be you know a predominant prolific genre of medium and that's why i picked that's why i picked it for stuffing and stuffing is usually good i love stuffing yeah. even the stovetop stuffing even though it's trash it's pretty good oh yeah that, that's my family and i were talking about that just today like you can't go wrong with stovetop stop stove top stuffing and you could just add things yeah. to it to make it even better stove top stuffing is like getting a card is like getting a frozen pizza like a tombstone pizza from the grocery store it's it's serviceable like you'll eat it it's not particularly good and it's best what are you talking about it's so good. i don't think i've ever had stove top I, I didn't finish it's best done when you add things to it like the pizza in the oven 
If you pop, if you, if you pull that pizza out when it's got about five minutes left, and you add some like pepperoni or bacon or more cheese to it and put it back in, it's gonna be a much better pizza when you finish when it finishes. The stovetop stuffing, if you want to add like sausage or whatever people add to it, it's gonna be way better. But I'll eat it. I'll eat it as. Oh, is. somebody in the in the Twitch chat saying that we should should have a genre for liquor, and in mm. that case, that's my etchy anime. Like <laughs> liquor, like it, you shouldn't be doing it, but you're doing it. <laughs> I said before the podcast today, we've already decided in my household that we are going to get Chinese food for Thanksgiving. We don't want to deal with the effort, and I don't think any of us are really all that enthralled with 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 uh, Thanksgiving. But Mama, but uh, Mama Mitts is coming to town, so there will probably be some does Mitsugi Mom no questions recorded. What's next, Mason? Get on the Discord if you want to join. Next up, we have green bean casserole. Caroline, what is it? Um, I don't often have green bean casserole. It just wasn't really a place on my family table, but at Friendsgiving, we did have green bean casserole. Um, And in that case, I also don't really watch a lot of sports anime. So I feel like that relates. Also is the fact that um, green bean casserole is taking something that should be healthy and making it not healthy by adding all that cheese and stuff on that top. Um, So... Taking uh, a sports anime, something that should be um, about like athleticism and and all that stuff, and then adding in all of the uh, fatty but delicious parts that we all love of anime, you know, the in making it more of an of a you know like haiku and all that stuff. Um, it's good, but it's not exactly like the serious uh, sports uh, show that you're looking for. So um, that's why I put that as green bean casserole. Very nice. Very nice. I love green bean casseroles. Green beans themselves are kind of just mid as far as like vegetables go. Like I don't mind them, but I'm never excited for green beans. But green bean casserole. Oh, I'm down for that. So I'm going to go with mystery because it's it's just it's good. It's good. And the occasional times where it's done right, and especially when you have some drama touching it or some thriller running over, ooh, ooh, that's some good, <laughs> that's some good GBC if you know what I'm talking about. So, I could go, I could go for some of that. And you feel healthy; it's the illusion. And then you mysteriously gain weight the next day, and you're like, "How did this happen? I ate green beans, but uh, you were betrayed." Mitsugi, I pick fantasy. I don't really have a reason. Um, I don't know. I just like, I like fantasy anime. And I like green bean casserole. So there you go. Facts, nice. facts, facts. Do you have a reason for why what you picked for sweet potatoes? Um, I picked Mecca. So um, sweet potatoes to me is is a little like a cranberry sauce. Uh, I like it better, but it's an it's an item on the table that you can just leave there. Like you can live without it um, personally. So out of all the things you have on this list, Mason, the two items that people are probably going to pass on. If they had to leave two items without, if they had to not have two of these, I think predominantly you're gonna find that cranberry sauce and sweet potatoes are the top two that get left that get left on the table. Um, no one is gonna leave anything relating to the last two that we haven't covered yet. And so I pick Mecca. I like Mecca, but people don't anymore. It's just not interesting for people. And so I don't know. You can live without it. It exists, but you don't need it. Nice, Caroline. Sweet potatoes. Um- I couldn't really think of, like, a clear answer for this one. I p- just put down music. You know, sweet potatoes are light, sweet, obviously. Uh, and so are often music anime. And then again, people don't really, um, you know, as Mitsuki said, sweet potatoes are not exactly the high ranker on yeah. the list of meals you want or foods that you want to have on your plate. Um, not a ton of people will go to war for music anime. 
Um, I mean, they might for like K-On. <laughs> but, you know, there are not many. Yeah, I, I'd fight for that. Speaking of K-On, for sweet potatoes, I chose Slice of Life. Uh, it's a dish not for everyone, but I enjoy it. It's warm. It's comfortable. But if you make it too sweet, you make it too moe, you put marshmallows on it, I'm out. I'm out. It's a delicate balance. And uh, it's easy to go overboard with making them too sweet. So that's Slice of Life for me. Next, we have macaroni and cheese. I'll take this one first. Uh, romance. It's good, but you get it all the time. It's predictable. It's cheesy. It's anime. Like you're not gonna go wrong with it, but it's it's tried out. It's like uh, it's like action adventure. It's played out. You know what you're getting, and you're kind of basic. If you get this on Thanksgiving, though, you're still gonna have a good time. For me, yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, um, macaroni and cheese. We don't typically have this at our Thanksgivings, and that's why I put it down as thriller, because it would just be thrilling to have mac and cheese at my Thanksgiving. So that's it. I love it. I love that so much. Uh, Mitz, mac and cheese, lay it on us. Um, I'm one with Etchy. <laughs> uh, to me, mac and cheese is... The sexiest It's sexy. It's decadent. Table. You know, it's... it's um. What is the word? It's... um. It's provocative, even like it's like, oh, mac and cheese. Like everyone fucking loves mac and cheese. It's like one of those mac and cheese is probably up there with pizza as like America's favorite foods. Um, pancake, it's definitely her favorite food. So she has to rate the mac and cheese everywhere she goes. And so an etchy is like, I mean, it's just for a lot of people, it just makes things like sexier and like tastier. I don't know. It's like you can be watching some anime that doesn't need to have etchy in it and then there's a well, there's like a, you know, uh, a, a low cut, a, an anime chick with a low cut shirt on. Oh, it just makes everything better. Trust me, Dress Up Darling is not the anime that is not the popular anime it was without all that fucking fan service in it. It isn't. And so that's mac and cheese. Dress Up Darling is mac and cheese. It is. Mitsuki and, gets turned on by and mac people, and cheese confirmed. People would love to see um, Marin covered in mac and cheese. But, Dress Up Darling, yeah. good confirmed. And finally, gotta have dessert. I know there's lots to choose from, but we had to go with the big staple, pumpkin pie. Caroline, what do you got for us? Uh, again, I actually I was not entirely certain on what to choose for this one, um, but I chose fantasy because I mean, you gotta you gotta have it. You know, like there's just so much fantasy in anime. Um, and it could be like it, you, from isekai to actual real fantasy. It, it's always at the table, and you, you just—it's just such a nice thing to add on top, like on top of everything else that you've eaten. Just after a Thanksgiving meal, you always have to go for the pumpkin pie, and it's just like a good, you know, it's wind down with some fantasy, and it just takes you the the nice flavors of pumpkin pie takes you on a trip to another world, I suppose. <laughs> Indeed. Um, pumpkin pie is delicious. And it is one of the best pies out there. And I think that if you rake, if you were to have a rank, like a, a vote a vote off for favorite pies, pumpkin pie will be in the top three probably. Um, but for me, I was very like uh, kindergarten-ish with my choice here. I just picked slice of life because you're going to have a slice of pie uh, and a slice of life. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Nice. Eat your fucking nice. pie. <laughs> Eat your pie. It's delicious. So pumpkin pie for me is a lot like why Mitsugi chose sports for gravy. It's good. 
If it's a sports show, if <laughs> it's, it's a pumpkin good. pie, I'll eat it. If it's a cheap three dollar from your local grocery market that's been frozen, I'll still eat it because it's pumpkin pie. I'm not going to pass that up. And if it's super cream of the crop, decadent, amazing pumpkin pie, it's still pumpkin pie. I'm still going to eat it. Like you just can't go wrong. I love me some sports. I love me some pumpkin pie. Yeah. That's all there is to it. According to a huge poll that was done on Yahoo Sports, the oh the third most favorite pie in the United States is apple pie, which I think is shocking. I would have said that would be the first one. Second place is pumpkin pie. And first place, and I can't understand why, cherry pie is the most popular uh, pie. And I'm mm. like, what? No, I, thank you. Most I have, There's a map here. And most of the Midwest... From Oklahoma, clear over to West Virginia, all picked cherry pie. Like, I'd eat cherry pie. I'm not saying I would not, but I didn't imagine that being first place. I, If anything, I would think may, if you know pumpkin pie and apple pie were not first place, it would be blueberry pie. Love blueberry pie. Maybe we just have a lot of Warrant fans in, uh, in America. Yeah, not very many states picked apple, and that's shocking. So, yeah pretty uh, disappointed by that but um what is your guys what is your guys favorite item on the thanksgiving table and we'll wrap this up Ooh, ooh. <sighs> i don't know <laughs> well maybe it's, it's, it's a collection i mix stuffing. it all together i'm a heathen it ah. all it all touches one another it's all one collective thanksgiving goop there, there that's are, what i want there are people that are the opposite of you mason where they have to have their foods not touching and Thanksgiving is torment for them because it's like they have so many fucking items <laughs> and it's like there's never enough room. People were just it is a people were just piling their shit like on top of other things. And but for me, um, pumpkin pie is probably the best thing from Thanksgiving. I think pumpkin pie is very special, especially with some like uh, with whipped cream on top because whipped cream is probably the most delicious thing in this world. I love I love me some ready whip shots. It's fucking yeah. You just oh, take it right pop to the, the face. can open yeah, and just mainline done. it directly into the. What jugular. are your opinions on Cool Whip? Good. It's fine. I can I live without it. Put but it on pie fine. as much, but it's fine. Mm. It's fine. Uh, reminder: you yourself, listener, can join in on the fun. Go to voteanime.life where you can make your own list of Thanksgiving to genre stuff, just as we have done, and we look forward to seeing your results. And we'll see what. If we find anything interesting about it. Uh, and that is our main topic. I hope you had fun. Caroline. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, let's get to our weekly trivia question. What are the three clubs that Eve uses at the beginning of Birdie Wing? Because, you know, she only knows how to use three, apparently. And we'll get to the answer after the news break. Whoop, whoop. Hey Anime Addicts, Mitsugi is here and I'm bringing you your anime news break. Getting us started off with an anime adaptation announcement for the spring of 2023. Dead Mount Death Play is getting a TV anime. The director and series composition by Manabu Ono of Sword Art Online Alicization. And done by Studio Geek Toys, it's a showdown for the ages as the legendary hero takes on the corpse god Necromancer, but when the dust settles, something isn't quite right. In the final moments of their epic confrontation, the corpse god's final gambit shot was wholly unexpected. Reincarnation magic! Across space and time, a boy 
named Polka Shino, Shinoyama awakens feeling not quite himself. I'm sure it's a reincarnation of the uh, Necromancer. So, wow. Who would have thought? Next up in the news, two Square Enix employees are arrested for insider trading. The Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office arrested two former Square Enix employees um, on suspicion of, again, insider trading. So it looks like uh, Taisuke Sasaki had learned that the company um, were aiming and developing the Dragon Quest Tact smartphone game. And before the game's announcement, him and his acquaintance purchased 162,000 shares of aiming for a total of about $337,000. So definitely bad news when you're investing in things ahead of time that your company is involved in trying to make money. The Dragon Quest Tact game launched for iOS and Android devices in 2020 of July and has probably made a shitload of money. Next up in the news, another man is arrested for threatening comic market, which seems like a tradition at this point. The police in Tokyo arrested a 21-year-old unemployed man, oh, unemployed, named Haruto Yomogita from Aoba, who had sent an email threat saying that a sewage facility in Taito would explode if Comic Market 100 event in Tokyo was not canceled. So according to the police, um, the Tokyo government had previously received numerous threatening emails from a man with the name, with the same name, demanding that the, that the state funeral of the late uh, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe be canceled, etc. Just goofy stuff. Uh, probably good that that person was arrested. Next up, and lastly in the news, Wow Wow Sony Pictures and Crunchyroll produce an anime called Bye Bye Earth. So the uh, announcement, the, the collaboration between the three companies is a pretty big deal in their, in their project. Through this partnership, the companies will pool their resources and expertise to plan, develop, and produce appealing anime series for audiences in Japan and around the world. In addition to broadcasting and distributing on Wow Wow, the cooperation uh, plans to expand internationally to 200 plus com companies. So this is a fairly big deal as the pooled resources of Sony Pictures, Wow Wow Entertainment, and Crunchyroll will allow a lot of anime to be produced that are probably going to be very high quality. Hopefully we'll have to see. This is Mitsugi. This was your anime news break. And now time to get back to the podcast. What in the anime hell is this? The podcast is launching an Amazon Affiliates page. This better not be some scam. This is the Pope. Yo, Pope. This is Anime Satan. What's this I hear about an Amazon Affiliates page? Oh, hey, Mr. S. Well, when people buy things off Amazon, if they use these links, the podcast receives earnings. It might help us fund our podcast merchandise store, buy Caroline Jelly Beans, or even... Conquer the world? Yeah, something like that. Well, can I buy Moe Girl anime figures for my secret collection? We do have links to anime figures. <laughs> oh, goody. How about Pocky? Satan loves Pocky. We have links to Pocky and Japanese canned coffee, too. Okay, okay, how about... Why don't you just go visit the website, www.supportheaddicts.com, and see what all we have. Uh, sure, why not? I'll head over to www.supportheaddicts.com just for you, Pope. Say, when are you coming down for a visit? Let's do tea. Soon, Anime Satan. Very soon. Remember, before you go to Amazon to shop, don't forget to stop at www.supportheaddicts.com. And now, great moments in Anime Addicts Anonymous history. Alright, well, speaking of my mother, uh, here's one that she'll relate to. You never thought you'd get that level of perversion from Chobits. 
So here we are, Mitsugi and his mom watching Chobits. She's seen all of it. So Chi is the person common Chobits, and about as cute as any anime character will ever be. And he's sitting here, and he can't figure out how to turn her on. Where's the on button? Is it on her ears? Is it in her fucking eyes? Is it in her mouth? Like, he's trying to find the on button. I think he even pushes on her nipples. Where is the on switch? I've checked everywhere. And then he goes, wait, I haven't checked this one spot. And my mother, she's probably watching this, and she's like, oh my god, what is fucking happening? And I'm just like... 11. I'm not really fully grasping what's happening here, but he straight up sticks his fingers in Chi's vagina to fucking turn her on as if the viewer isn't going to get what's happening. Well, a little 12-year-old Mitsugi didn't really maybe fully grasp what was occurring at that moment in time, but my mother sitting five feet away goes, holy shit, he just stuck his fingers in the most sacred of areas and she comes to life just like that. Welcome back to the podcast. When we left you, we had a trivia question. What are the three clubs that Eve uses at the beginning of Birdie Wing? I had no idea what the answer to this was. A driver? I can't remember what these things are called. I don't golf. <laughs> so if if Eve could only use one club, period, it would be a driver. If you've seen the movie Tin Cup with Kevin Costner, which is, a, I love that movie. I'm pretty sure he only, I'm pretty sure he breaks every club he has in his bag because he's has he's like has anger problems except the seven iron he like plays the whole round of golf with just the seven iron might have been a nine iron but the second so the driver putter and, and seven iron are the uh answers the answer to the question and hey guys i know we've <clears throat> covered this a lot but if you want to support the podcast you can do it at aaapodcast.com slash join or patreon.com slash aaapodcast a lot of you are opting to go to patreon recently and that's fine that helps out the podcast as well. Just know that when you do all, when you do go to one of those websites and support the show, you will get our exclusive RSS feed. You'll be able to access the show via Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcast, Castbox, Downcast, Overcast FM. Pretty much anywhere you want to go, you get the exclusive RSS feed. That is password protected. It only is available for people who subscribe via one of the websites. You get eight extra podcasts per month, including our hentai episodes. So again, that's aaapodcast.com slash join or Patreon. Are you guys ready to do uh, Unexplored Pictures? It's Ooh, Mason's got a good one this week. We'll see. Also, it is a seven iron for uh, Tin Cup. That's a great movie. I love Kevin Costner. All right, here comes your Unexplored Pictures. Get your popcorn ready. It's time for Unexplored Pictures with Mason. So good, so good. Uh, this segment, I talk about new movies, old movies, movies that just don't get enough love or brand spanking off the press, and I want to talk about them. This week's edition is The Deer King. Many times in the comments on Discord, or even in just spoken discussions, folks have asked, I really love the show Morbito. What is a show similar to it? Da 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 da. Where can I find more like it? And Morbito is written by the PhD ethnologist Nahoko Uehashi. And it's very difficult to find a show comparable to Morbito because it just has a flavoring you don't really find elsewhere. And up until now, the only other work of hers that has been adapted is 2009's The, Ble the Beast Player Aaron, which, while not abysmal, is simply not as strong of a work and does not have 50 episodes worth of good ideas, which makes it feel really dragged out and almost painful over its runtime. So, where else are you going to turn? Well, nowhere until... 2022's The Deer King, which is a new adaptation of her latest series, 
which is once again done by Production IG and directed by two ex-Ghibli greats. You have Masahashi Ando and Masayuki Miyagi. So the question going into this movie is, will this two-hour runtime be similarly boring and a slog like Beast Player? Or is it going to be too short to express all the ideas because she usually packs a bunch in there? So, how does it fare? Well, the story tells about two lands that were at war, Zola and Aquifa. Zola wins the war and controls pretty much all the lands and people, but they're kind of held back by this deadly disease that is taking them over. And this disease is literally these shadowy black-purple wolves that, like, bite into people and just rip their guts out. And it's pretty cool. Uh, but thanks to this disease, our main character, this burly former aquifer, aquifer soldier named Vaughn, escapes from his cell, uh, assists a small girl named Yuna, and they travel the lands trying to find just peace. You know, a good place that they can just hole up and live their lives. But they might have some special powers, which means both people on both sides are going to be looking for them. And that's kind of the setup of two people go on an adventure sort of thing. And... At its best, this movie looks phenomenal. There are some gorgeous cuts. It looks so smooth. And when the soundtrack kicks in, it is at its best. It just looks and sounds spectacular and is worth watching just for that alone. And the themes of this range from kind of two sides of a coin. You have these grand ambitious setup of pandemic regulations, uh, religious zealotry, and political posturing, but you also have the human side, the more grounded and personable of found family, shared humanity, and these like intimate character moments. But the problem with this movie at its core is that the movie tries to split its time between these two things, and it underserves both, because both are passable, but it's just too short of a movie to do everything it wants to do, and it's too long as is. The characters are just stagnant and simple, and the political warfare that it spends all this time establishing kind of just gets brushed aside by the end. And while this isn't bad, it is really just shown because it is so much like its influences, most notably Princess Mononoke. And to see the a movie that is about the same length, where one is just so much stronger in all avenues than the other, it really makes it fall flat. And comparing it to Morbito is kind of rough because it really is just a gender-swapped version of Balsa and Chagum and just makes them way more dumbed down. A lot of the characters just seem copy and pasted from that as well. So it's an all right movie, but it just falls really short in the comparisons. And despite it's like cutesy child character, funny mount, and just like a pretty solid dub, like, you can't really watch this with kids because there are some bloody, gruesome cuts in it. So, I didn't dislike this movie, and it has a really good production values, and I would only have to lightly recommend it to people who want Ghibli. Just, they want another hit of that Ghibli drug, that, that <laughs> good old that yeah. cocaine, but it has been diluted with the cutting agent, and you just, it's not the same. It doesn't hit as well, so... The Deer King, it's passable, it's fine, but as a solid, immersive, groundbreaking watch that I was hoping, it, it doesn't hold the candle to other stuff. So, it, it's okay, at best. Womp womp. Womp womp. All right, thank you, Mason. No uh, no, very average review for the for the Shikaol. Yeah, I, I, it could have been something special, it just... I don't know. I It wasn't set up for success, but it looks really good, and it sounds really good. So, Well, speaking yeah, of special, good. we have some great mailbags. It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. Anime. Anime. 
anime. Mailbag. If you'd like to submit an anime mailbag, you can send it to aaapodcast.com. Just click the mailbag button and you can basically ask us anything you want. And actually, we have a two for one today because we got two people that asked some relatively similar things. Like we got one from Rookie Anime Junkie who says, Hello, addicts. I'm a newer listener, but I love y'all's podcast. I'm also new into the anime scene and would love some recommendations. I have watched mostly mostly shonen and want to explore some more anime genres. Y'all have definitely made my addiction worse and I love it. Thank y'all. Thank you very much, Rookie. And also we got Pasta Poppy B Saucy who says, what's up, guys? So I'm new to watching anime and found out that anime can be, uh, be just as good as any movie or TV series. I know that there's different kinds of anime to fit everyone's taste. I personally like the more serious ones like Thriller Mystery. The first anime I've watched was Parasite, and I thought that one was pretty good. I've also watched Erased, and I'm currently watching Summertime Rendering. Can you guys recommend any anime that is similar to these? Thanks. Love the podcast and extra content episodes. We got some really nice listeners today. Anywho, so both asking for recommendations. Let's go to Mitsugi. What do you have? Well, if you're new to anime and you want to watch some weird stuff, this is for Rookie Anime Junkie, and uh, thanks for your mailbag, by the way. Um... There are a lot of older shows that are good that maybe will slip under your radar, like um, Crest of the Stars is one of my favorite sci-fi shows. Also has a good light novel. You know, you could you could try that out. Um, so you know that would be like in your sci-fi genre. You know, you can go try your try your Ghibli movies. You know, but um, no problem sticking with your shonen if you want to watch primarily shonen. That's totally cool. Um, but uh, you may want to go back and try some of like that older, weirder stuff. And Retro Crush is a pretty good TV service that's mostly free, and it has a lot of the, a lot of that old stuff on it. I don't think Crest of the Stars is on there, but there's a lot of like um, pretty interesting stuff on there from the '80s and '90s that you probably won't hear people talking about in daily conversation. As there's for- more than just mashed potatoes and bread out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of which, um, for the for pasta poppy be saucy, other shows that are like Erase or Summertime Rendering, there's uh, quite a lot of these. Um, so for like just violent murder stuff, like Electromagnetic Girlfriend is a pretty probably difficult to find, but uh, exceptional two episode OVA that's pretty dark about serial killers. So there's that Higurashi and Higurashi, Live Die Repeat, and Re Zero are all really gonna hit the uh, Summertime Rendering sort of themes pretty hard, especially Higurashi. Like, that anime is shockingly similar. So you may want to check that out if you want more of that summertime rendering sort of material. Um, My first recommendation is to sign up for our Secret Santa on our Discord. So um, that way you can get a recommendation from somebody else as well, and they will go through your anime list and make it uh, personalized to your tastes. Um, now, I put down AOT because it's always recommended, you know, Attack on Titan, um, but it's also great for, like, thriller and mystery fans, I feel like, so if you're okay with Buckets of Blood, you know, if you haven't watched it, that's basically where all the conversation is, so I recommend that you do that. Um, one of my favorites, what, 91 Days, 
Uh, it's a mafia drama set in Prohibition America and has a bit of mystery in it too, but overall it's just a great drama. It has a very good dub, so um, definitely recommended. And for specifically Rookie Anime Junkie, um, I'd give Ranking of Kings a try because it's a it's not a shonen. Like it's it's definitely not you know it doesn't follow like the same. Um, similar themes and, or, you know, or, I mean, it doesn't follow the same kind of arcs that a lot of shonens do, but it's, uh, kind of shonen-esque, has, like, a great hero main character, there's a bit of, you know, magic and, uh, fighting, and there's, uh, you know, it's probably one of the best fantasies of last year, and it's, you know, enemy of the year contender, so I feel like it's a good, uh, bit of shonen, but also a little bit more, and it's also very good, so recommend Ranking of Kings. Yeah, for me, rookie anime junkie, there's this guy who likes thriller mysteries. I would check some of those out. As for recommendations of that genre, Perfect Blue, classic, amazing, mm, spectacular Satoshi Kon film. Uh, the Perfect Insider is also not bad, and obviously Death Note. If you've ever, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, more goofy in a sense. But uh, other recommendations: Death Parade, Kubikiri Cycle, and Link Click are all pretty good mystery thrillers as well that uh, keep you guessing. So, huh, thank you for all the mailbags. Reminder, you can submit them at aaapodcast.com. And it is time to get to our review of Birdie Wing Golf Girls Story. Mitsuki, do you want to take this one? Sure. I mean, um, I failed it before, so I might as well take it. Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story. Uh, it's a li- it's, it's a listener choice anime from spring 2022. I tried to eject this one, but it came back. I'm not. I'm still not <laughs> sure why. Because I don't think I, I don't think I like buried it or said it would be horrible for me to watch it. So it wasn't like I got trolled on this one, but whatever. Um, you can watch it on Crunchyroll. So the infamous, infamous among those who, this is a synopsis from my, from my anime list, infamous among those who watch and who, who gamble on golf games, Eve uses her exceptional skill in a sport to earn a living by betting and winning against various opponents. It's kind of like one outs at the beginning, except not as like dark, I guess, because she's just gambling on a sport to make money. Uh, known as the Rainbow Bullet, she vows to beat her foes and conquer the world of underground golf using only three clubs. However, the universe where Eve knows no defeat is shaken when she plays a clean game with Aoi Amawashi, a golf prodigy that came out of the out of the country of Nafresi. I don't know. If, that came to the country. Came to the country of Nafresi. I don't know. Fuck. To enter a golf tournament, armed with talent and born into the perfect environment for golf. Aoi, the innocent tyrant, clearly crushes her enemies with a bright smile on her face. The two become friends, blah, 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 blah. All right, so the director is, is Takayuki Inagaki of Rosario Plus Vampire from Bandai Namco, bringing you an original anime, which is what this is. Um, we'll get into all the specifics, but first, Mason, what were your expectations when you, before you came into uh, Golf Girl Story, Birdie Wing? My expectations were pretty low. I was expecting something similar to Skate, where the over-the-top absurdity kind of takes precedent over a grounded portrayal of the sport of golf. And Bandai Namco shows really don't do much for me visually. Like, the director's previous work on Chio School Road uh, brings to mind some very unfortunate portrayals on same-sex sex attraction as well. So I was like, eh, I wonder how that's going to go in this one. So... Yeah, I was not looking forward to this. Caroline? Um, I didn't really 
know much about the show before going into it. I mean, I, I did see a lot of people talking about it on Discord when it was coming out. So, I mean, I suppose, if anything, I was expecting what Mason was expecting was, like, something like Skate, where it's gonna be golf, quote-unquote, but not really. Okay. And for me, um, I had watched four episodes of this, or it might have been five even, before I even failed it. So, because I was really kind of on the fence, I think, during that season. Um, so, But I expected more goofy golf, more, un, like, pretty unrealistic, you know, uncaring sports content. You know, like, um, a lot of these sports anime, they just take, like, titanic liberty liberties with the, with the various sport that they cover to the point where, like, it's almost like a caricature of the sport you're watching, and that's pretty much what I expected here, which I think is what Mason's saying in a different way with skate. Um, you know, it's, a, it's about golf, but they're going to, like, anime it until it's, like, you know... Something moderately resembling golf. That uh, all this being said, Mason, um, would you recommend Birdie Wing Golf Girls Story? No, not in the slightest. <laughs> and for the record, the show is not bad because it's not realistic. You know, it doesn't need to be a one to one of reality to be entertaining. I get that. The show is bad because it's boring. And I get that there's <laughs> yeah. people coming in here and saying, oh, Birdie Wing, it's this like funny juxtaposition of like this boring white old man sport, but instead it's this Yuri tinged mafia superpowers thing. Like, isn't that like funny because it's not what you're expecting? Sure, I get that, but you still have to make it full of life and exciting. And this show, episode after episode, was just entirely boring. And maybe you're like, oh, that's what real golf is. No. No, this show is just so uninteresting. And the fact that it goes so out of its way to try to be entertaining but fails at it just really hammers down how bad the show is, even ignoring all the technical flaws and presentation and production things that I was not a fan of. This show did not do much for me. And I think a lot of people enjoy it. And I I think it's just a practical joke. I, I don't see it. I don't get it. The show is not for me. Don't watch it. Caroline? Um, I have similar feelings to Mason, except that there are a couple moments where I thought, like, oh, like this is kind of stupid enough to be kind of funny and slightly entertaining. Like, I'm not saying it is, but I found it a little more entertaining than Mason, I suppose. Um, that being said, it is not fantastic. <laughs> uh, I would say that there isn't enough like there he said right like there isn't a lot of life in this show like I kind of thought that you know maybe the backgrounds were nicer and pretty like the colors um but there wasn't there's just not enough ridiculousness to make it great and it's not serious enough to make it great in that aspect either so if you, you might like it uh because I found it slightly entertaining uh but uh it's not really worth your time probably I'm really surprised that I'm going to tell you not to watch Birdie Wing. And the reason why I say that is because I am a consumer of golf stuff. Um, my dad was a, was a big-time golfer. I used to golf with him. Um, and I love a whole bunch of golf movies. I already referenced one of them on this episode. Also, there's a lot of really good golf video games. For example, Hot Shots Golf is probably my favorite sports video game ever. Um, it's just phenomenal, especially some of the ones on PS2. They are great. However, Golf Girl Story is just another failed girl sports anime. It just added to the pile of bodies. 
it really only got good at the end when they finally started playing golf. I don't know what the fuck the first 10 episodes were. Um, episode three was good because you guessed it. They were actually playing sports, but all the stuff in the middle was just utter trash. Like, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Um, <laughs> and amazingly, and I'll just throw, I'm, this is not really a big spoiler, so I'll just throw it in here. When the when the anime became a school anime later in the show, it was eons better because they were actually playing That's surprising golf. Surprising to hear from you. <laughs> they were, I know they were because they were playing golf. But everything in the middle of this show was horrendous. Um, this anime would have been far better had it been basically a Hot Shots golf tournament with caricature like players, like you have the the old Japanese businessman, you have the mafia guy, you've got the little girl, you've got the fucking truck driver, you've got the heavy metal guitarist, and you just track them and follow them as they play golf as you would on TV, one player at a time, and the whole anime was just one tournament where you're constantly guessing at who the winner would be. That would have been a hundred times better than what we got. But instead, you get a golf anime that's like about the mafia, a fucking snake, like, vampire girl who plays like an actual vampire snake woman playing golf um tearing down a neighborhood you know just like all this meandering fucking nonsense that leaves you with something that sort of resembles golf but in the end it's just like get around to the fucking sport that i came here to watch in the first place so yes very disappointing i much i much would have preferred to just watch an anime that was effectively um watching the masters on on nbc but with all of the characters being totally ridiculous that would have been a hundred million times better than what we got so no this anime was fucking garbage um and now are we ready to get into spoilers sure spoilers are coming oh my god continuing i would like to ask a question was anybody <laughs> compelled by the mafia sides tangents or the tearing down Eve's neighborhood or the fucking snake girl or any of this other just horse shit that seemed to just not matter because the show just transitioned into a school show that is just preparing for a tournament because that's is what this good? should have been. No, I just like the idea of it, of a mafia criminal underground that settles God. disputes solely on golf. It's just so stupid. I like the idea. It could have been better um, because it was not uh, presented well. <laughs> Mason. The only thing to spoil about the show is talking about all the ways that it's terrible. And mm -hmm. there's numerous ways. And there's it's almost countless. So it's almost impressive how many flaws there is with the show. Like you mentioned this unnecessary mafia thing, which is fine. I get it. It's over the top. It's wild. That's what its selling point is. Ignoring the fact that it never comes back. They are constantly having to resort to hiding the stakes from Eve to kind of manufacture mystery and intrigue. Almost every time they're about to do a match, they're like, oh, we're going to do these high stakes, but we're not going to tell you what the stakes are, Eve, because we need to make it even more intense than what it is, because there's no actual stakes at any moment or time and it's very frustrating when characters are often saying wow this this is so amazing this golf is so spectacular i can't take my eyes off of it which highlights how unamazing it all is because it's really not that special 
because her special move, she uses it on every shot she for the entire show. Like there's they bring them to a VR course and they're like, the miracle of VR is that you can do things you couldn't do in real life. And the characters proceed to play the exact same golf that they were just playing in real life. Like, sure, some over the top moments work like the Catherine's random course generator where they're like reshaping the course on the fly. Like, sure, that is cool in concept. And they show the same like transformation sequence like it's a magical girl or a mech. But these moments are so far and few between and would be so much more justified if they were any more set up beyond we have an argument, another dispute. Let's just play one hole of golf like we do every single episode for no reason. It's it's you know, baffling. I, I'm like, oh, and, and so they have that whole uh, uh, match to decide who owns the casino for whatever reason, as if as if it fucking they, matters. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, so you have this match to decide who has the casino and that uh, guy wins or no, 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 the lady wins and he gets the casino anyway. No. So Catherine Why? wins and he stole the thing and said, LOL, How? I still have it. And she's like, well, okay, I challenge you again. Another match. I'm like, and then we just do it all over. Like, on what basis do you have have any faith in this match when he just, like, took the casino anyway? It doesn't make any sense. The really- motivations of every character in the show are laughable and repeated and remain consistently bad. I just... Yeah, and, and then, okay, so with the whole, like, thing with uh, Eve's home's going to be torn down for this stupid casino... They're, they're saying like they're tearing down the slums or whatever. Meanwhile, on the inside, this this uh, bar that they run or whatever, the cleanest bar I've ever seen. And the m- only thing that's supposed to denote that this is a slum is that they have some buildings with graffiti outside. And I'm like thinking to myself, this is this doesn't if they're trying to say like, oh, these are uh, illegal immigrants running a bar, blah, blah, blah. They sure as heck don't put any effort in that because you don't even know these kids' names and they're like kid one, kid two, and kid three and we're supposed to care about them and their bar, which is going to go under when they don't even have any customers. Like, it's a failed business. You're having your 14-year-old run around and engaging in illegal mafia golf underground matches. It is so stupid. I can't even. These anime creators, they don't understand sports. They just don't. Um... The, the funny thing about it is that the story is already written for you in most of these sports shows. They The drama of sports enough is enough to carry a show for 12 or 24 episodes. You, you really only needed to have a tournament where maybe you spend, let's say, four episodes where each episode is about how a person came to be entered into this tournament or how they qualified or what their backstory was, just so you have enough interest in the character to follow them through the tournament. And then you enter them into the tournament, and then they and then you just allow the drama of, of the tournament and the sports to unfold. And that's all you needed. You don't need a snake girl. You don't need a horse shit VR course. You don't need a stupid course that, like, can transform like build a golf course because some guy's hitting computer buttons which is stupid you don't need a robot bitch with an arm that explodes when she hits balls you don't need (laughs) 37 female golf characters that all want to have sex with each other which is exactly how i feel about most of the characters in the show they are 
just constantly teetering on just devouring each other because there's so much sexual tension at times. They you um you don't need any of this. You just need you could a fuck- have the criminal underground in this plot. It's stupid. Like, you just yeah you could maybe they're maybe the criminal underground is like gambling. One, like they hire the girl to to um you know. Uh, 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 they, to throw the to throw the match or something to win for the mafia or whatever. Yeah, you. I mean, you could have fit that in, but really, all you needed was a goddamn tournament. You could yeah, have had your silly. Have tor- they barely had one. They didn't. You could have had your Moe girl player that everyone loves. That you could have had your fucking uh, cyberpunk edge runner girl in here. You could have had all the characters and make people go fucking crazy. You could have even had a cat girl. I don't give a fuck. But you got to at least have a damn tournament because all this stuff from episode three to episode twelve didn't matter. None of it added anything. You ended up at a school. You ended up at a school where you're just going to prepare for a tournament anyway. So what the fuck did any of this show matter? It didn't matter. I said on the Discord, I said, I was on episode five, and I said, I might as well just skip to episode 12, because I know you're just going to fuck around until then, and then you're finally going to play golf. I was 100% right. They played golf in episode three, episode 12, and episode 13, and unsurprisingly, those were the best episodes of this anime, and everything else in it was was horrendous. I, they I also didn't even know where to land. Like the end of this season was just so random. It didn't make any, like, well, they're going to have it. make the end... There's like, another season coming. Add, well, yeah, I know that, but it didn't... Like, when you end a season, you gotta end it. You can't just, like, like make that any other episode that you could have had at any other point in the anime. Like, they didn't even need 13 episodes. Why didn't they do 12 episodes? Why didn't they do... Um, why didn't they try to end it where Eve goes off to the school? Then that would be the end of a season. That makes sense. They needed Not all those episodes that. to repeat characters' names constantly. Do you know how many times they said, my name's Viper. It's Viper. Viper. Oh, you're the oh. snake lady. It's Viper. No, oh. it's Viper. Or Eve. It's not Eve. It's, uh, what's my name again? Evangeline. Let me pull out, let me pull out my passport on my yeah. seventh straight day of class. Evangeline F. Kimishima. What the heck is that? I'm not going to remember. I'm going to have to repeat that again tomorrow. They used so much time just Dreadful. wasting yours. It was laughable it was absolutely they, they use a whole lot of recap like they like a lot of like let me remember what this one person said literally two minutes ago um and so they do that quite often uh they yeah it's just yeah this anime i'm trying to figure out why it has such a good score on my anime list if you go to the season this anime is from it is it is like in the top it's easily in the top half it's 9 10 12 it, it's the 15th best show out of like 60 shows from spring it has a five well, it has a, I, it has a seven spring was just not a good season it had a 7.55 it's a 7.55 on my anime list how what is it about this anime that is appealing cute girl the the, the characters in this anime uh eve and aoi they wouldn't even be eccentric enough to even be in the Hot Shots golf tournament that I wish this anime was because they're terrible characters. They're so fucking boring. I don't. Yeah. Eve is like this cookie cutter, brash, like I get angry at everything. And so I have to like kickbox and destroy my hands after I'm playing golf, which would never happen because they would never allow that to happen because you would break your fingers or some shit and then you wouldn't be able to play golf, which is dumb. So that would never happen. And then always like this. Like, I don't even know what the fuck she is. She's like basically as a van- she's vanilla as a va- she's the vanilla of the vanilla. Um, like you, we can't bet in golf. It's a and, sacred sport. Yeah, Meanwhile, right. at the end, by the end of the season, she's betting with hamburgers. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
did you did you know that during golf tournaments where Tiger Woods used to play, the stock market used to drop because the because the volume of trading was so low because businessmen were so busy gambling on Tiger Woods or the field. By, meaning Tiger Woods or any other player winning a tournament for about a four-year span, that it literally impacted the stock market. Golf has never been a sport that was sacred that it didn't allow golfing. These are absolute facts that I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. So golf has always been gambled on. It's just ridiculous. But I'm just trying to figure out why people like this. On the Discord, people are arguing with me they like it. I'm like, what is it about this show that is so appealing to you? Is it all the like random plot lines that just dissipate and don't add anything to the show? Is but it- her arm is a cyborg. You never oh. saw that coming. <laughs> sure, I didn't. You're absolutely right. But it didn't add anything to the show. Yeah, it didn't add anything. And also, it's like the amount of just like willy-nilly let's throw this in here even though it doesn't make any sense like okay they are poor they don't have any money they're Cliche. barely keeping themselves afloat they're Cliche. like they're and they're under the threat of being arrested for for coming to the country illegally so with that being said why is this child buying like super rare gundams why does she have so many where did what if, if you're if your business is going like down and you are constantly afraid of being evicted why are you spending so much money on gundams and also how is it possible that at the same time eve can go and partake in this very scientifically advanced vr system and play golf for more than three hours how is she playing how expensive is that how is she playing golf at all you have any idea how expensive golf is it's like the most expensive sport you can play like a round of to golf. To be fair, is, it is like back alley golf with well, probably hand-me-down clubs. So, well, that's yeah, whatever. That's just like whatever, just like everything else. But I don't know. I just, I really, you had the characters in the show to do the tournament. You had the Viper girl; she would have been fine. You had the robot girl; she would have been fine. You could put Eve in there. I don't know; she would have been boring amongst the others, but you could include her. Um, you know, you could have had the mafia girl. I don't know. You could, they were already they already had the characters. They're already wild and dumb enough. And for how wild and dumb they are, the golf they play isn't like exciting or like mind breaking where it's like cool strategy. It's like, oh, one time we put a laser beam in their eyes and the other time I knock a tree down and then I shoot at the same place where the tree used to be. And now there's an opening like there's not it's not crazy enough golf to be interesting and like cartoonish. And it's not interesting enough regular golf to be insightful or anything more than I'm going to yell blue bullet for the 17th it's time so this episode least, and use least. the exact same animation cut and watch the ball go at least 250 yards. Like it was so mm-hmm. cookie cutter in every way that it didn't achieve any and, goal. And you know what? In Hot Shots Golf, I keep mentioning this because I'm a, I'm, I'm, ba- I'm begging. I'm, I'm just begging for a redo <laughs> for this show. Is that the, the the golf in Hot Shots Golf is isn't unrealistic until you like have played the game for eighty hours and you're driving the ball three hundred and sixty yards? But it isn't unrealistic. It's it's it, it's contained to side spin. You know you can that's like there's not much in the in the game that's like you know makes it a fantasy. The fantasy are the characters playing the game. You you have the you have a realistic representation of the sport and. The characters are what are what, pro- are what propel the interest in it, and the drama, yeah. uh, the drama of not knowing who's going to win and having a character that you're going to root for. I have no idea how people are going to root for 
Owie, Eve, or any of the absolutely tr- just cardboard boring villains that they introduced on like episode 13, none of these characters are going to be interesting enough to make the tournament actually worth watching. They're, the villains oh, yeah, are fucking also, boring. They they have characters in the OP that did not even show up in the anime. Like, I... <laughs> I think really? they very much uh, expected this to be do. two seasons back to back. And then they're like, actually, no, we need to take a break. And they're I like, OK, kind of, we'll just end it here. Like, I feel like they should know. They should know how many episodes they're going to get in a in, for, for an OP. Oh, okay, so they had the OP ready to go for ostensibly the first 12, 13 episodes. They were going to have to change the OP anyway. So why did they throw in characters that didn't show up? Do you think there is any competency in this show? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm being very harsh on the show. Some of the animation, um, some of the some of the CG animation of the golf ball and like you know was I. If this whole show had been like episode twelve and thirteen, I would be giving it a much better score because they were actually playing golf then, and even like the putt putt course, it was kind of dumb. For some reason, every golf fucking show has to have a putt putt course in it. But you know what? Happy Gilmore did the same thing that Hot Shots Golf would have would have done. It's a tournament with eccentric with eccentric characters in it. They had Bob Barker. They had fucking um, Adam Sandler punching Mac punching people in the crowd. They had the guy with the nail sticking out of his head. They had the asshole Caddyshack. <laughs> they have a tournament in Caddyshack. They've got the they've got fucking um, you know uh, I call the character from Caddyshack. I can't remember them all the top. The Bill Murray. They've got. Chevy Chase. They had uh, Rodney Dangerfield. They have the the Judge Smales. I can't remember the guy's name in real life. Is that Ted Knight? Ted Knight. Oh, it's it, it's a written formula. It works over and over. Happy Gilmore and Caddyshack are all time classic movies that people will love forever. But but it, but when anime does it, they just fuck it up. It's already written for you. Just fucking follow the script. Unbelievable. I, I just. You know, and it's, so it's not shocking that the show is better at the end when they're really playing golf because that's what you came here for. You didn't came, you didn't come here for the fucking snake girl. I don't know. Maybe you did. Say, I don't know. And they say I'm some so of the angry. cringiest things, like "I'm gonna shoot you through with my bullets" or uh, things like that. And they say it over and over again. And like, how are how are people not saying like that's a really silly thing to say? I how many times? How many times Go is ahead. Eve gonna like kiss or lick Owie's face in this fucking show? But oh, by the way. Like, just I mean, have I them really make out and have sex annoying. already. I found, what I found so infuriating was the amount of times that we, beep, beep, uh, the amount of times that she licks her lips and stuff like that, because I've talked a bit about it on Discord. I hate uh, tongue licking noises. They put it in anime. Like, the moment I hear it, it's just absolutely disgusting. I hate mouth noises. <laughs> And it's not anything, it's like, of course I find it just kind of like, ew, that's gross. Um, like, in terms of uh, just, you know, in, in, uh, what you know what you think it means and all that. It's not that. It's just, I absolutely despise the sound of it. It's mm. just, yeah. <sighs> yeah, so barf. three things. First of all, I didn't think the show was even good as a Yuri bait show. Like, the tones of, no, you know, really. oh, the girls love each other, like, isn't only hinted at until the end. And even then, it's very plain and not engaging second of all uh some of the quotes are terrible uh like you said all the cringy i'm gonna shoot you through uh that was bad (laughs) the i was saying like oh why can't we just play together and they like something will happen that they can't play and she's like how many times is this gonna happen i'm like yeah 
following the same plot over and over. My favorite was the coach, Amuro, at the end. Uh, Eve is like, let me play. And she's like literally having to be held back because she wants to fight him to prove that she's ready to play. And he's like, there's no sense in playing someone who doesn't want to fight. He says about Eve, the person literally trying to fight him. Like, no, that's not what you say. But going back to what Mitsugi said. Also, he uh, visually, sees her play golf once and she, he's like, you're on the team. Yeah, but I don't trust you. You're not ready. It's like, okay, bud. But uh, visually, this looked awful. It looked rough from the first episode. You have this clunky, stiff movements. You have all these weird still frame, like sepia montages of like Eve overlooking the city, remembering all these things that we don't care about. Uh, the course design looks ugly. The, char- the the scorecards are just incorrect. They just put random numbers down. They don't make oh, any no. sense at all. Like it's it's bad. The music was extremely forced in trying to add these dramatic elements. God, the opening was uh, horrendous. I, the opening was terrible, but it's, it's almost like they told the composer nothing about what the show was. They're like, uh, yeah, this is a, an elegant and intense space opera with political intrigue and high <laughs> drama. And the guy just went nuts on it. And they're like, oh, oh, we shouldn't have told him because this doesn't fit at all. But whatever. We can't let him know he's actually working on the worst golf anime of all time. So they just left it in there. Like, it just... Production-wise was a nightmare. Plot-wise was a nightmare. Writing-wise was a nightmare. Like, I don't know what this show had to offer. I'm so upset. Why? Why did this happen? <laughs> I don't have what much else? more to say. It was just very disappointing. <clears throat> I- I've wanted to... Th- this is the second disappoint. Like, there were two sports that I wanted to have made into anime for a long time now because they hadn't been done before. One was hockey and one was golf. And they fucked them both up because they... It's, I swear to God, it's not because they're, they have all, all females in them. They're not, it's not because it's an all-girl cast. Girls can fucking play golf. There's a, there's a league for it, and they are, they're good golf players. They, they just can't fucking execute. I don't know. It, just, it becomes like an uns... When it's like dudes, it's a shonen, like hot-blooded, like machismo thing. And when it's chicks, it just turns into like nonsense. Like I, I just can't understand why anime can't execute. But it's so frustrating. We get hockey that's full of idle girls like doing I, dance numbers on the ice. And when it's when it's when when it's when it's golf, it's viper girls and like licking each other's faces and just nonsense. So I just it's just very disappointing that and this is so what we got. It remains the best girls sports Christ. anime there is it's Keijo. it's true you're probably right you're probably right because in Keijo they played Keijo as I recall you know so mm-hmm. I mean I don't know you didn't pick up golf girl story to watch you know basically them play golf for only like three total episodes it's just very disappointing um, I'm gonna score it right now I don't really think there's anything else to say there's nothing really good to add about it I really don't think like we're not being too harsh on it there's just not a lot of good things I did enjoy the end of the end of it. I I think season two will be better if they predominantly play a golf tournament like I like I'm asking for. Um, but the, I just don't think they'll be able to resist like deviating into just nonsense. Um, part of me thinks that the reason why half of these plot threads look like they're resulting in nothing is because they're saving them for the end. You know, evil have to win the tournament to like save her house or whatever. I don't know whatever the fuck they'll find something some way to add it in there, but. At the end of it all, this anime was really disappointing. Uh, I I really I I will even watch golf on TV. I I love the idea of golf. It's just a really interesting, and all the beautiful landscapes and all the effort that gets put into maintaining a course is just like 
Golf is a sport that people spend a whole lot of time to make possible for people to play. And this anime is a disappointment. So I'm going to give it 1.5. I don't give a fuck what color your bullet is out of five. Uh, Caroline, do you want to go or should I? Um, I'll go. You know, I won't say it's good. It's not a good show. But I did find a couple of in, in, eh, enjoyable things. But it wasn't the it wasn't a, a hard show to watch. I'll I'll say that. Um, and here and there, I found things that were you know were at least decently entertaining for me. Um, that being said, I'm gonna give this um, uh, two rainbow bullets out of five. <laughs> I agree with Mitz. I think season two will be better than this one. We're probably going to get some BS reason about how Eve is actually from Japan the whole time. We're going to learn about oh, yeah, her, her memories and why she can speak Japanese. She's somebody's daughter. Oh, yeah, that whole hand wave. Like, we're oh, gonna, yeah, why am I speaking Japanese? Uh. Learn all these things that doesn't actually change anything fundamentally about the show. Like none of the plot threads it laid down am I compelled to follow up on. I just think the tournament will inherently be more interesting. That said, I think people genuinely like the show and we're going to get a bunch of hate because we're really harsh on it. But <laughs> I if you want an immensely more captivating and golf like experience, watch the special Sora Euro Utility. It's a 15 minute short and it does more in that time than all 13 episodes of Birdie Wing combined. That said, when I look at this show, was there any comedy? Was there any excitement, sadness, intrigue, passion? Was there any emotional resonance or depth? There was nothing. This was just a... <laughs> plain show that I just watched and did not engage with in any way. It just happened in front of me on the screen and I got nothing out of it. As desolate as a golf course. Yeah. So for as the show is so obsessed with eagles, uh, we'll give it that. So uh, par three on this course, we'll give it two below. That makes it a one out of five. Bing, bang, boom. There you go. <laughs> that makes sense. Not good. I had something and that else will I was going to say, but I can't remember Oh, what yeah, it was. go for it. I can't remember what it was. Uh, just interrupt me as uh, we do the closing segment, because thank you all for listening mm. to another I episode. I know what it was. Oh, there, there we go. go. I Perfect. knew you'd yeah. get it. I th People, I think, like this show because they don't care about sports. They just don't. Like People are in this for everything other than the sports. They're in it for the robot girl. They're in it for the snake girl. They're in it for the VR nonsense. They're in it for all this stuff, but they don't care about sports. They don't. I feel like... And that's fair. But what, But do any... Like, even if you don't want to engage with the golf, which is fine because there's not much of it, Yeah. I don't think there's the characters are strong enough to engage with it then. You know? Like, there's no... There's nothing in this show. I don't know how people are like, oh, but you don't get it. She pulls down her dress and you can see her belly button. And I like this show now. Like, okay, my dude, <laughs> you're just a pervert. You're just a weirdo. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying only perverts like this show. Put it in print. People think this anime is like eccentric and fun, I think, is how, is I think what I was told on Discord. But, and I've heard on Twitch, golf is boring, is what people say. And the, and, and the two are very different. So it just, it seems to me that people are watching it because it's not, it is not a representation of golf. You know, if I can see, even, even if this is not a good representation of golf, I can at least see that there would be interest in a golf anime if I were to actually watch a good one. Like a good golf drama, like ping pong 
the golf drama. <laughs> well, it's been like I said, it's been done. Like golf people people on the Twitch might say golf is boring, but you know, there are golf movies out there that are extremely popular and have endured over decades because it is capable it is possible to make golf funny and and interesting. So, you know, it just is. So, that is not really a factual statement. Golf is not necessarily boring, you know, in a movie format. So, Anyway, we can move on. Birdie Wing, what a disappointment! And I, and I, but I will say, I tried to jettison this one. I, tr- I, I did my best to get rid of it, but it came back anyway. So at least I can't be blamed for this one. <laughs> no, you're off the hook, Mitz. And uh, but you, listener, are on the hook to follow us on Twitter, on the Discord, and on TikTok, and just join for all that bonus content, so you can hear Mitz be super salty and all about the weird stuff we're about to talk about in future bonus stuff. So once again, that was episode 653 of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you all who joined live on Twitch. Thank you all who leave reviews on iTunes and other platforms who give us love because, man, I sure do love it. Speaking of things I love, maybe, uh, next episode is a review of Black Summoner and uh, some infuriating... love Black Summoner? It's gonna be no, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> that, that one you'll be able to blame on me. Uh, yes, we will and gladly. But thank you all once again so much. I hope you, you have a great Thanksgiving. And if not, just have a good week. And we'll see you in the next one. Adios. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. 18 jelly beans today, people. Woo! Wow. All right. I got to do better. All right. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs>